When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A big game on Saturday. Uh, Seattle's a rival. Uh, we know that. And so we're excited. They played very well last week, especially in the second half. Uh, we felt good uh, that overall it was a strong team effort uh, against Austin. And so we're looking forward to the challenge of this game. Thanks, Bob. We're going to start here with Kevin Baxter. Kevin, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hey, Bob. They're all big games now, aren't they? Everyone. Um, I was wondering if you could give us a little injury update on Diego, Carlos, and, and Kim, and then, regardless of which way that goes, um, this early in the season, is, is there a good or a bad thing to, uh, to, to being maybe a little banged up? And by that I mean you get to test your depth early, everybody gets some game experience, but yet it's not kind of the momentum you probably want to start the season with. Thanks. Um. Carlos has not been in full training this week. Uh, Diego has trained, but uh, I'm not sure that he's quite yet 100%. Uh, Moon in training, still uh, at times being adjusted, which means that if we play five five-minute games to finish off training. He might play in three of them. So it's all a build-up with him. Uh, getting closer to, to being able to give us something, but still a decision as to whether that's uh, happening this week. Um, we feel good always about pushing the team and having guys ready when opportunities present themselves. Uh, it's, it feels weird the way the injuries have come um, because we've been pretty healthy. Training's been really good. Um, again, the play with Carlos is just, it's early in a game and he's just reaching and stretching out for a ball. It's not an injury that comes because late in the game he's pushing it and there's some fatigue. So we, we, we're a little bit frustrated that, that we've taken some of these injuries in those ways. Um, it's not ideal, but Again, we've got to have others ready when the moment, when the moments come. Sounds like it. Uh, at least uh, with well, all three, probably doubtful for this weekend. Game time decision, but doubtful. Uh, I would say that that Carlos is probably and Diego are probably still questionable, and then. You know, Moon is not ready to play a lot of minutes. We just have to still decide whether or not we think he's ready to give us a few minutes in a given situation. So his, his, we have to still discuss whether or not he's on the bench. Uh, that's, a, that's a different kind of discussion than the ones that we would have uh, regarding Diego and Carlos. Thank you. Good luck. Thanks, Kevin. Andy Diosa. Hey, Bob. How's it going? Good, Andy. Bob, uh, just a clarification on, on Carlos's injury. Is it a knee thing? Is it just a muscle thing? And then um, second half, obviously, 
you say all the games are big games and there's some that stand out when you look at the schedule. What has made it so tough for you guys to play Seattle over these past few years? You guys have had some amazing games, obviously, in the playoffs. Is there a little bit of extra incentive for the team for you guys going into this match? Seattle's a rival. I said it in my opening remarks. Um, we've had some very good wins against them. Um, we've also now lost two years in a row in the playoffs. Uh, so uh, we certainly know that when we play them, uh, both teams really get after each other in a, in a real way. And I think uh, some of the games between us have, have been excellent games. So we have to be at our best. They have some guys that have, have always played well against us, somebody like Rui Diaz, um, the, for whatever reason, uh, he, he's always sharp and comes to play against us. He's a good player. Uh, so those are, those are the things that determine the biggest games. And, and so we are always excited um, knowing that Seattle is, uh, is a good rival. We've had some really good wins against them, and we've had some certainly disappointing losses. What was the other part? I'm sorry. Uh, Carlos's injury, just clarification, is it a knee thing, a muscle fatigue thing? No, it's, uh, it's a muscle. Soft, Thank you. Soft tissue. Thanks, Andy. John Rojas. Thanks, man. Buck, can you hear me? Always, John. Thank you. Thanks for the time. Well, does the turf in Seattle play a factor in deciding with the players that are coming back maybe from injury or either someone who had a knock or something during the build-up to the game? The good news is that this game is home and we're playing on natural grass. Um, if, we were playing, if we were playing in Seattle, then yes, the, we would think about the turf. It's, it's not our favorite surface. Uh, I'm waiting for the day when every field in MLS is natural. Natural grass. Um, but that one. The games are better. Um, but no, this week we're in Bank of California. Thanks, John. Salvador Perez. Thank you. Hi, Bob. How are you? Good, thank you, Salvador. <laughs> nice, to, nice to see you again. Uh, Bob, uh, you were talking about, uh, about the situation of Carlos, about the situation of Diego, and you talked something about the match against uh, Saul Sanders. But what do you expect about this match against Seattle Sanders? Uh, we know Seattle, we know their capabilities. But what do you, what do you expect about this match, considering that they uh, are not going to play uh, Carlos or Diego? More means for Mahala. I don't know, but thank you. Uh, we, we tried to take the initiative. We tried to push the game. Uh, you know, they... They've always responded well. Uh, the games have highlighted uh, the, some really good players in the league. You know, again, I mentioned Rui Diaz. Uh, I'm not certain uh, of Ladero's status. Uh, he also had a soft tissue injury, and, and at some level, is probably doubtful. And uh, unfortunately, not only for Seattle, but for everyone in the league and U.S. soccer fans, uh, Jordan Morris is out. Uh, yeah, that changes in some ways who gets opportunities. So Mahala uh, came on last week and I thought did a really good job. He continues to grow as a player. Uh, he's a young player with some special qualities and, and we're excited at the, the progress that he's making. 
things. Gio Garcia. Hey, Bob, how's it going? Good, Gio. Uh, you were just, I, I got two questions. You were just talking uh, about Mahala. Um, obviously, he, he played a great game. He came in and did a, he had an unselfish pass. Uh, what kind of conversations are you having um, from him and what kind of goals do you have for him this Saturday? Uh, I have a lot of conversations with my man, Mahala. Uh, you know, he's, he's a great kid. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been lucky uh, over the years having worked with some, some young players from Africa and finding the right way to challenge them and connect with them, uh, push them along. And, and, and this year, a lot of the discussions we have is, is how you go from being a young, talented player to a guy that can be counted on all the time. And he's getting closer. And that's more consistency. That's in certain moments uh, being a little stronger, uh, not getting... Not, not falling down so easily. So there's little things that, that we're reminding him about, uh, the timing of some of his, his movements. Um, but, but as I said, he's an uh, exciting player to work with. He's a really good guy. He's well-liked within the, the whole group. And we still think that there's a lot more there for him. So we keep pushing. Uh, I believe that, that they are either close or have finalized an extension to his contract. Um, Edward loves playing here, and obviously he's an important player, and we have really enjoyed how we work with him uh, every day. And with guys like Edward and Diego, uh, they know that, that we're committed to helping them at the right time move on because that's their goal. But that, in order to do that, that means that every day they have to continue to push themselves and to listen and to be coached and find ways that they can grow as players. And the better they play and, and the more football that they show every time they step on the field, that'll produce opportunities. So uh, Edward, uh, you can tell just by the way he comes in every day. Uh, he appreciates the way we play, the way we've worked with him, the training. And, uh, you know, if, if there's a day, actually it's most days where he still sometimes gets caught in a situation where, you know, he tries too much in the wrong in the wrong in the wrong moment and then he knows I'm still going to get on him for that um, you know he's an interesting player to work with because he's got uh, some real creativity and some flair and we're always trying to, to help him understand the moments where that's no problem and the other moments where if he sees things a little quicker and plays a little simpler it might be better for the team Nice. We're going to do three more questions here, and that's going to be it for Bob. We're going to go to Alicia Rodriguez. Alicia, unmute yourself. Thank you. Bob, thanks for your time today. Uh, kind of going off that last question a little bit, I was wondering for this season, uh, for the midfield, are you anticipating um, doing more rotation of, of your starters kind of proactively, or is it going to be along the lines of what uh, you've done in the past, which is, uh, you know, I assume the three best players on any given week are going to go in the lineup, and if that's the same guys uh, game after game, so be it. Uh, I'm wondering if you're going to mix things up a little bit this season, given uh, some of the ups and downs of last year. Uh, the ups and downs of last year had a lot to do with injuries, and so we were forced to rotate. Um, and I think if you look at the last few seasons in the midfield, there's probably a little bit more rotation there. Uh, than some people realize. Uh, 
your your decisions about when to rotate uh, have something to do also with the schedule and how quickly games come. And and so in the early part of this season where the games are spaced, uh, it's a different type of decision than later on when the games are coming every few days. Um, but I think that we continue to have uh, guys pushing each other. Uh, I see guys getting better. And as I've said many times in the past, when we go through a normal training week, we, we, we work through different combinations so that everybody gets the chance to, to know what it's like to play with some of the other midfielders. Thanks, Alicia. Alexis Ramos. Good morning, sir. Alexis Ramos, a bit more journalist. Well, um, you will face the Seattle Sounder that has the second best scorer of the MLS last season, Raul Ruiz. Yep. What precautions have you taken for Saturday's game? Yeah, I've said a few times in this press conference how good he is. Um, and, and he's, what makes him good is that his, his alertness, his awareness, his sharpness for where the ball's going to come, how to make a little space for himself. So he's, he's an interesting challenge because he's not big, but he's smart and he reads plays very quickly. And so if you, if you lose the attention, even for a split second, he finds a, a moment to take advantage. And he's done that against us. And we know that. Um, but we certainly feel that when we take control of the game and when we push them, that also is a way to, to defend good players because they're not in the position as often to, uh, to, to create chances or score themselves. Well, um, approximately when we'll see Diego Rossi again. Um, what virtue of Diego the team misses the most when he's absent? Yeah, I said earlier that Diego is a question mark for this weekend. Uh, we'll, he's been able to train, uh, but we're still trying to look at things in a way that um, takes into account not just this game, but uh, all the games that follow. It's early in the year. Um, what he gives us is still whether he plays from the wide positions or whether he plays as a nine, uh, his ability to move with the ball, create opportunities for himself. Uh, I think he's become much better in terms of passing and setting up his teammates. Uh, he's a threat to make deep runs, which uh, is always important in the way we play. Uh, and he's also someone that, as an attacker, uh, presses and puts defenders in difficult situations, which uh, allows us to try to win the ball. So Diego is a complete player for us. Uh, he continues to, to get better and better, and uh, I'm sure he's going to be ready soon, and, and we'll just try to assess his situation tomorrow and make a decision as to what that means for this game. Good luck, Mr. Successes for the game on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. And our last question for Bob here, Jose Lopez. Go ahead. Hello, Bob. Good afternoon. Good to talk to you. I want to ask you about Pablo. He had an outstanding performance last Saturday. Do you think he's in the right moment to earn a definite spot of the starting 11? Yeah, Pablo had, had a long stretch last year where he was uh, the number one keeper. And I think he continues to make progress. Uh, I really liked the way last week and in a couple of moments... Uh, he set his feet really well and, and was in good position to react quickly and make a strong save. Uh, you know, he had one really good save in the first half and then two late in the game. Uh, and so 
Uh, I think he, he understands the things that, that he must work on every day. Um, but, but he's improved a lot, and we saw it. We've seen it a bit in 2019. I think we saw it more in 2020, and now we're, we're very hopeful that uh, this year he's ready to, to take an even bigger step up and become a top uh, goalkeeper. Thank you. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you. We're, we're excited to have a challenge like this so early on into the season. Obviously, we had a good start um, against Austin, and we want to build on that. So the training mentality this week has been very good. Um, team morale has been high. Guys are excited to, to get back out there and try to continue to improve on uh, certain aspects of our game that we always try to improve on. So uh, we know Seattle's going to be a good test, um, but we're ready for it, we're excited for it, and uh, we look forward to the weekend. Yeah, so first off on, on Seattle, um, yeah, it's turned into a good rivalry. Obviously, it's two top teams in the league going toe-to-toe. -to -toe, uh, week in, week out. So uh, we, we know what they're capable of, they know what we're capable of, and it's just an exciting match uh, whenever you can get two top teams playing. Um, yeah, obviously it's unfortunate with Carlos and Diego. Um, we obviously don't know everything yet, but this is what a team's about. You know, we have players who are ready to step in and perform. Um, we have a system that works, and if, you know, you lose one or two players and your team can't play, then that means your system's not good. And I think we have a good system here at LAFC. We've been working on it for the last three years. So um, whoever gets the opportunity to step in is gonna take it with the right mentality. And we know we're capable of still creating chances, scoring goals, uh, regardless of who's on the field. Thanks a lot and good luck, man. Thank you. Yeah, I think uh, the, the games with Seattle have become very um, physical. Um, you know, they they try to get into us very hard. So I think early on we need to be able to match that um, and, you know, kind of be the, the driving force in the game. Obviously, they've got some key players that can create chances out of really nothing. So we have to be on our best A game when it comes to the defensive shape and transition. But... Uh, we, we have good moments against Seattle. You know, we, we control the play. We create opportunities. It's just a matter of putting the ball in the back of the net. And uh, in, in the previous games, you know, the team who does that better is the team who ends up winning, not necessarily the team who ends up controlling the game more. So um, it'll be an exciting match, like we all know, and uh, we look forward to it. Thanks. Thanks. Alicia Rodriguez? Yeah, no, I think that it's mutual respect. Um, like I said, our games have been very competitive. Um, they've stayed football games. They've been played on the field only. No uh, meaningless comments or anything like that off the field. Uh, we respect the organization for what they've been able to do for the MLS. And uh, we, yeah, we have that mutual respect for them. They've got good players uh, who are good people. And again, we always just want to challenge ourselves against the best. And you know, majority of the seasons they're at the top. So there's nothing but respect for uh, um, for them, and we just hope that we can continue to improve our game when it comes to, to playing against them. No, these guys understand our system, so um, they're good players. That's why they're here. Um, and sometimes they won't always get as many opportunities as they, as they like because the players in front of them are very good, but now is a moment for them to step up. So. 
Um, we already saw Mahalo when he came into the game. Um, it was a real game changer, you know, taking defenders on. He creates that second goal because of his work rate. Corey gets his first goal. Danny is always a threat for us. So these guys are players that we can rely on day in, day out. Um, it's just a matter of squad rotation and giving them the opportunity. So right now, this weekend, they have opportunities, and I think they'll do well with it. Thanks. Salvador Perez. Thank you, Ben. Hi, Mark. How are you? Good, Salvador. How are you? Nice. Thank you. Nice to see you uh, from Mexico City. Uh, Mark, um, my 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 colleague uh, he, he asked you about the about uh, about Mahala, about mm -hmm. Dan Musowski, about about Corey. But I just want to ask you, uh, in the specific case of, of a player like Mahala, mm -hmm. uh, a player that is growing up in this in this thing like LAFC, but what do you expect in this season for a player like Mahala? Uh, I don't know about his future, about, I don't know what do you expect with your uh, experience, what do you expect for a player like Mahala? I don't know if he can go. Uh, later from LAFC to Europe, mm -hmm. uh, what do you expect for a player like like Mahala? Thank you. Yeah, um, Mahala is first off a great kid, great personality, great character, just a humble human being who wants to work hard and do well. So that's the great starting points when when you look at someone as a teammate. Um, he does nothing but work hard in training and take. Uh, constructive criticism the right way he's always trying to get better and the third part is he has the qualities I think sky's the limit for him he's got speed he's got a good left foot he can shoot he's dynamic he's direct um, and he causes problems for the defenders so for me I think Mahala can easily get to Europe I think it's 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 a matter of taking the right steps right now I think this year is big for him to get meaningful minutes and meaningful games we obviously saw what he was capable of doing when he came off the bench in champions league scored a big goal for us um coming off the bench in the last game and being a threat and creating the second goal also so now it's just a matter of continuing his development and giving him momentum to improve his game but uh mahal is a great player and you know the scouting department and bob have done a good job with our youth and i think he's another you know, diamond in the rough that is, is going to do big things. Mark, um, and second question, um, if I can do it. Um, we know uh, the result of LAFC the last season, um, the regular season, and we know the expectative that the people the people have, that all the fans in California, uh, the fans of LAFC, uh, have, have in this team. But what changed... Uh, for LAFC, what does uh, the team change uh, that uh, that LAFC shown a different face in the first match? Uh, what changed in comparison from the last season, Mark? Thank you. Yeah, I think last year was tough considering everything that went on. Um, not to make excuses, but I think you know guys were all over the place mentally, dealing with family, COVID, whatever the situation might be. Every MLS team had to deal with it. Uh, but I think this year the first game was very important for us to show a collective uh, fight to win a game. Uh, you know, we have a deep roster and I think our ability to utilize that to our advantage is going to give us success this year. So you look in that game, yes, Austin create chances, but 
you know, for the majority of the time, LAFC is in control. And then when subs are made, they make a difference. And I think that's the, the big plus side to this year is that everyone is going to be fully engaged and mentally prepared to do their part. Um, like I said, last year was difficult and we want to make sure that this year we get as much out of it as possible with the circumstances that are present. So, uh, yeah, I think mentally we're, 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 we're a stronger team and you'll see that with our games. I don't think that this game will be a direct uh, representation of what our season is going to look like. I think it will give us a lot of learning points to, to improve on or to continue to get better at. Um, every game is its game and it's its own game in itself. So uh, Seattle presents a different challenge than Austin presents. Um, so we will just try to focus on this game and take care of it and then move on to the next one.